This year, lots of our favorite pop punk records turned 20 years old, including Blink-182's Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, Jimmy Eat World's Bleed American, and Sum 41's All Killer, No Filler. interview with Billboard, Sum 41 relives some of the band's earliest moments to celebrate the 20th anniversary of All Killer, No Filler. Derek discussed the band's early attempts at their first record deal and shared what made them really stand out to the labels. He said, We sent our music out first and it got turned down by everybody. And we would film ourselves doing stupid stuff like drive-by water-gunning people, egging houses, and cut it with some film of our shows. I put this thing together just for our friends, and our manager saw it and said, this is great, let's put a three minute video together with your music, we'll send this out to record companies, and this is your demo. And then it was a matter of weeks, he says. Every label in the US was trying to sign us, and it turned into a big bidding war. But it was the same music, that was the funniest part that the music was already turned down by everybody. These song plus video combinations essentially made up their debut album, Half Hour of Power. Writing the rest of the tracks for All Killer, No Filler, however, posed a bit of a challenge. Derek shares, I was just writing wherever I could, little bits here and there, in backstage dressing rooms or hotel rooms, or hiding in the back of the van. And then I'd come home. I'm still living at my parents' house, and my parents go to bed at like 8 o'clock, he says. So I used to sit in the car with an acoustic guitar and tape recorder, but it was freezing because it's Canada, and I can't turn the car on because you can't waste their gas. It was really difficult. I think I only had another song or two by the time we went in to do All Killer. Prior to the release of their debut album, Derek notes that the band already had hit tracks Rhythm, Nothing on My Back, Motivation, In Too Deep, and Handle This, Ready to Go. The band decided to save these songs for what they would consider their real album, which ultimately turned into All Killer, No Filler. When discussing his typical songwriting strategy, Derek gets a little personal. For me, music's always been somewhat autobiographical, and I just write about what I'm going through at the time or what I observe in my day-to-day life. My writing style hasn't quite changed much from the very beginning. There's not a lot of thought, you know, it just kind of comes out. During the interview, Derek shared that Fat Lip is definitely his favorite track and that he never ever gets sick of playing it. He still, however, carries some insecurities with him about the quality of all killer, no filler. I've always felt like it wasn't that great, if I'm being honest, he says. I never quite understood, to a point where it's almost like when people tell me it means a lot to them, or it was a really good album compared to other records, I always think they're lying. I've always felt like, have you listened to it lately though? I don't know if it holds up. Despite these insecurities, All Killer, No Filler remains one of the 2000's top alternative rock albums and plays a key role in the pop-punk music canon. Be sure to check out the full interview with Billboard at the link in the description. That's all for this week. I'm Julia from All Punked Up, and we'll see you next time.